BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Hello, everybody. We're so happy to be back. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. It's been quite a, a roller coaster ride and an adventure, and we intend to talk about it this morning. Uh, what this ha- afternoon. I'm sorry, this <laughs> afternoon. I'm still on California time. Help. Um, really, because it's three hours earlier there. Um, what ha- you know, we're, we're a reality show. No, no, wait, not yet. We got to say hi to Chad. Oh, we, we have to say hi to, to Chad. Sign, so What's anxious. up, Mr. Chad Murphy, uh-huh. the man behind the, do- the boards? What's, What's up? What's going on, fellas? I missed you. Welcome back. There we go. Then we, we need rest. It's been a roller coaster ride. You deserve it. And we got to say hi to everybody in the chat room. First of all, I'll let you guys know if you're listening live right now, you can hit the ITV button uh, in the top of the W4CY screen, and you can see us live waving to you right now. And we want to say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody in the chat room. We, we've got Welcome. Irish Ginger. Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY. We have uh, Jimmy from the Aquarius View. The coolest, coolest uh, indie everything blog uh, for and really our cool sweet stuff. Cindy Lady. Hang on, wait, I'm not I finished. wanted to do one. I know, but you can do one, but let me finish. No, I, I just wanted. Well, I, I wanted to do one. I know. Well, you can do the next one. Hang on, you can do it. I, I First, I'm not it. finished with Jimmy. I'm trying to like promote. I Jimmy. love Jimmy. Don't so you Jimmy dare. from the Aquarius. We love you, Jimmy. So make sure that you uh, uh, follow at the Aquarius View on Twitter and check out theaquariusview.com for all the coolest indie. Everything, music, movies, all kinds of really great stuff, and uh, he's really cool. So then we've also got who do we else do we have? 
Jimmy McFerry. McCrary, that's oh, the McCrary. same Jimmy. That's the same I know, Jerry. but I like to call him Jimmy McFerry <laughs> because that upsets him anyway. And then we have Cindy Lady Lake, who I love and adore, and so does Jimmy. Follow She's at Lady bestest. Lake Music, and Jimmy McCrary is at Jimmy McCrary right. one on Twitter. And, and then who else have we got in there? Let's see. Uh, we have uh, Goddess. Oh, and we have Donald Trump, Goddess. and we have a uh, Clinton. Oh, we have the two of them in there too. Oh, they're fighting. Look, he's punching her. She's <laughs> kicking him. Oh my God, it's fun games time again. We have someone named D Marie, who I'm not sure who D Marie is. So hello, hello, D Marie. D Marie. I don't know. Expose if, yourself. I don't know if Hope uh, 2259, which is Iris from Germany, is there. But if she is there, I want to give a special shout out. in the Deutsch. She sent me a box of chocolate for my birthday that got here, I guess, while we were gone, and I just you, got you it. You didn't share with um, me. I hadn't even opened it yet. Oh. Uh, I didn't want to open. I should have brought it to show everybody. But yes, uh, we want to thank. That sweet? I want to say hello to Iris and thank you so much. You're so fabulous. Wait a minute. I didn't get chocolates for my birthday. She didn't even know us when it was your birthday. Well, she owes me. <laughs> Show me a box of chocolate. Not really. And then we have goddess. Did you say hi to goddess? Oh, I always say hi to my goddess. I love my goddess. See, I'm kidding? going through here just to see if I'm missing anybody else. I'm missing. I'm well, sorry. Well, my cousin, my cousin's supposed to be in there because she can't miss this show. She loves to hear the family dirt. Oh, D is part of the W4CY radio team. Okay. So, okay. So, oh, enough with the chat room. So, we've we, never we, met D before. So, hello, hello, D. And everybody in there, we love you. Thank you for coming in and sharing your time with our time. There and, you go. And I hope we entertain you, make you love us even the more. You know, you've done such a great job. I want to thank also all my fans. I've got thousands of them now, and I can't believe it. I don't know what I do so great that I should have fans, but I do. And I thank you all for your kind words, your compliments, and your loving the Fran Drescher show. So many people said it was my best interview ever. I don't think so. I've had other great interviews with legendary stars, but it's up there with one of them. Okay, so we are a reality show, as you all know, and we tell you every, you know, we take. Um, you all knew that we were moving to Palm Springs, and you all knew that we had sold our home, and that I was packing, and we were ready to go. Well, Jimmy and I flew uncomfortably on a terrible Spirit airline. Spirit Airlines, terrible, <clears throat> terrible. <laughs> Never again. Uh, to Palm Springs, to L.A., and then we drove from L.A. to Palm Springs. Uh, we saw all of our wonderful friends who are uh, just great people. We went to dinner and lunch with everybody. We found a very beautiful home that we both fell madly in love with. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then Jimmy walked into the motel, the hotel room. We stayed at, oh, by the way, we stayed at the, the, um, the, what is it called? the Riviera, which is the finest hotel in all of Palm Springs. You know, Frank Sinatra, Shirley McLean, Marilyn Monroe, they all stayed at the Riviera. Oh, Shinzi is here. Okay, so <laughs> I'll get her later. So I had to, of course, always stay at the Riviera, and Jimmy and I always stay at the Riviera. They are very kind to us. <clears throat> Excuse me, what's with my throat? They always give us the f free access to the pool and valet parking because we always say nice things about them. But it's easy to say nice things about nice people who give you happy stuff. And it's also fair to say bad things about bad people who make you unhappy, <laughs> which segues me to what happened with our house, okay? That was a great segue, though, I have Baby, to say. Baby, I can segue <laughs> like there's no... T I'm a Gemini, and can I have a segue? I love that. Anyway, um... You know, I have sold many homes from Florida to California. I sold an apartment in Manhattan on the east, Upper East Side. So I have dealt with realtors for years. I mean, since I'm like 21 years old. I have found that realtors are not necessarily honest people. Not all. We have a realtor in California 
Courtney, who is the best. If ever you're buying in Palm Springs, you must use Courtney Plavex. Plavex? Courtney Pavilax. Pavilax, sorry. She's the best. I've used, I used her to buy my house. Her father, by the way, built Mountain Gate, the whole community where I lived in. I bought my home, my first Palm Springs home from Courtney. I sold that home through Courtney, and I'm now buying my new home through Courtney. Courtney is wonderful. She's my little cha-cha-cha girl. She's of Mexican descent, the body of death. She wears bling like there's nobody else that could wear bling like her. And she has a personality that all the gay boys in Palm Springs love. She works very hard. She's very honest. She's very good-natured. Uh, she's kind. She's sweet. She's we love her to death. So, Court, if you're listening, honey, big kisses to you, and we'll see you in the spring. Okay, now let's get down to the, the real stuff. <clears throat> I'm going to let Jimmy read to you what the realtor that was selling that we signed. You see, let me first go, go back it up a little bit. Realtors will lie to you. They will say your home is fabulous. It's going to sell in a week. It's going to get full price. It's great. It's great. They give you all that bullshit. Then when the time comes, six months goes by and nobody came. And they get a little evil. They say, well, you have to reduce the price 30000 It's not a good neighborhood. The builder's in competition with you. It's a slow market. People are not spending. Then they give you the negative crap. That's supposed to scare you. So you lower the price, and it sells. And they make their caca little commissions that they all love to share, like eager beaver people. I don't fall for that shit, okay? I wasn't born with a finger, and I'm smart. And so is Jimmy. Jimmy has sold numerous homes, over half million dollar homes, million dollar homes. So we know the, the realtor gay, game. The realtor that I selected, I selected for stupid reasons because I was stupid. And I, and I <laughs> no, they were stupid, stupid reasons. I thought if I got an Italian from South Philly, we would sort of be like, you know, padre, uh, boss, you know, family, familia, that he would work with me and be honest. Well, I should know better because I'm Italian from Brooklyn and I know what goes on in the business world with Italians. I don't recommend them necessarily. They're, they're not all honest. Italians, especially uh, Southern Italians, Sicilians and stuff. No offense to Sicilians. My cousin Bertha, who I loved and adored, was Sicilian who passed away. But Sicilian people have a little bit of that mafia feeling in them. They love it. The woman that brought the buyers to us was also Mexican, but unfortunately not as lovely and as wonderful as my Courtney. So she fell from grace very quickly with me. Our realtor came to the house and flipped, said, oh, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's 1,800 square feet, which later he told me it was 1,500 square feet because they don't count the finished basement. That was a quick reversal. Actually, he said 1,200 square feet. Oh, 1,200. Uh, that's 1,200. My doghouse is bigger than 1,200. My dog, yeah, please. It's big. It's 1,800. But anyway, this is what he said. Um, <clears throat> your home is fabulous. You have the, the lot of lots in the whole townhouse yeah, development. Best lot in the development. It's called the Supreme Lot because we're in the woods. We don't have parked cars in front of us or garbage centers where you throw your garbage. No matter where you look out of any window, all you see is forest. And beyond that forest is nothing. It's not like the leaves come down and there's a, a Costco, you know, blinking in your face. It's just it's a woods. preserve. It's a preserve. It is absolutely stunningly beautiful where we are. We have the largest patio. We decorated it for days. You could go online and look and see if you want to see pictures. We'll post them. Um, I took. I got rid of a bathroom in the living room because when you walked in and sat on the sofa, you look at the bathroom door. 
And I thought, how disgusting is that? If somebody's peeing in the bathroom and you have guests over, you're going to hear them peeing. They or only, worse. Or worse. And when they open up that door, it could smell like a zoo. A zoo. So I, I decided to get rid of the bathroom at, an, at a, quite an expense, by the way, because if you think building things cost money, try removing them. It's even double of the building, which made the living room very large. Downstairs is a finished basement that's quite beautiful, and there's a position in the back near the boiler room where you could put a bathroom. It has hot and cold running water and a sewer. That's all I know. I never said at any point that it was hooked up for a bathroom, that the, that, which is some kind of a pump they need to blow all the crap out of the toilet bowl and up in the world. I don't know from those things. All I said was what the builder told me when I bought this place, the builder said to me, and, the, and you can hook up a bathroom here. And that's what I told my agent. I never said that the plumbing was there for the hookup. I simply said there's a washer and a dryer there with hot and cold running water and a sewer. So I assumed that was enough to put a toilet and a sink. Yeah, they're saying in the chat room it is. Yeah, but I found out later that it's not. You have Because we're below ground, that you have to have some kind of a weird pump that pulls all the goodies out of the toilet bowl, shoots it up a pipe, and then it goes into the sewer. Keep in mind what I just said because this is detrimentally important to the whole story I'm going to give you. I want to also say Jimmy and I have not in any way made up anything or lying or making it that we want to be the ones we want to be. We have text messages that when we read them to you, you are going to be flabbergasted on how our agent never represented us. He was in the favor of the buyer. And at the end, how he threatened us. We have this documented on Jimmy Starr. Not really threatened us, but just oh, he nasty. Threatened, well, he threatened us. Now, that was a threat. I'm, sev I'm 76. You cannot use fear factor with people at 76. Fear it's tactics, a, yeah. It's against the law. <clears throat> like on television, you can't say, if you're 76 and you don't buy these pills, you're going to die in a week. You can't do that. It's against the law. And you cannot try to scare people into selling their home for a lesser amount because it's against the law. Which we're not going for law. We're not suing anybody. We're just going to talk to thousands and millions of people out there and warn them. So you have to watch your realtors because they are crooked. Exactly. In our opinion. <laughs> In our opinion. Now, I'm going to let Jimmy read. First of all, let me just tell you one thing. He was so impressed with our home that he put us in some of the finest magazines where million-dollar and three-million-dollar homes are in. Homes and land. Homes and land happens, really to, wait, hang on, happens to go all through Bucks County and most of, of, of Pennsylvania where we live. It is the, the ultimate magazine of magnificent homes in the millions, and he put our home in that, feeling it was worth it. We were in the Gallery of Fine Homes also which is another high-end magazine where they don't put shithouses. They put beautiful homes and only expensive homes. So we went into that. Then in the August 7th issue of the Intelligentsia, which is the, the native paper of Bucks County, we went into that. Your property was recently advertised. Woo, 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 woo. So he put us in all these wonderful publications, and this is what he wrote about our home. Now, keep this in mind also. You must remember this. This is very important towards the end of this, this conversation. Jimmy, take it away. All right, so here's the listing, and here's what it said about our fabulous house. 
This spacious end-unit townhouse boasts a premium location within the community on a quiet, private cul-de-sac surrounded by woods. You'll love the views of the changing seasons through all of the windows. At just three years young, this home is like new construction without the weight. A stone front with striking black shutters and charming white bump-out create fantastic curb appeal. Once inside, the gleaming hardwood flooring, recessed lighting, abundant windows bringing the outside in, and open concept floor plan welcome you. A, a charming walk-out bay window in the living room offers a great space for a separate seating area surrounded by windows. The dining area and granite kitchen are ready for entertaining. Honey-toned granite counters, including an island, under-the-mount sink, ample wood cabinetry, and side-by-side fridge with ice maker open to the dining area. Sliding glass doors to the patio offer floor-to-ceiling views of the wonderful, of the colorful, sorry, not wonderful, colorful flowers and woods surrounding the home. An open stairway leads to the finished basement, offering plush carpeting, large egress window, large egress window, unique ceiling, recessed lighting, and more. There's rough plumbing in case you'd like to add bathroom number three as well. I never said that. <clears throat> Upstairs, you'll find three three bedrooms and two full baths, including a spacious main bedroom suite. I think in lay terms, so wouldn't rough plumbing just means like there's water there, so you could put whatever you want. That's what I the builder said. Rough plumbing, and what this realtor said to me was he was copying what the builder had said previously about the square footage of the house. Also, when we bought this house, it was seventeen, almost eighteen hundred square feet. Then he said it's only uh, fourteen hundred square feet after. So he lied on that wow, or reneged on that. What he was doing here was lying to the public. I was furious about this, and I called him and I told him. I said, listen, this is not so. I never said there was a hookup. What I said was there was hot and cold running water and a sewer that you could hook into. I'm not a plumber. I don't know about this shit. From a layman's terms, that would be rough plumbing. Listen, I'm not a plumber. God forbid. I don't know about plumbing. Again, all this is our opinion. A walk-in closet, luxurious full bath, and dual windows with treat views are provided. The secondary bedrooms, both with ample closet space and natural lighting, share a half a full hall bath in perfect condition. The patio provides a superb place to relax or entertain. On this premium lot, it affords absolute privacy with nature views. Within popular Central Buck schools, this lovely community is close to 413 Swamp Road in Doylestown. It's truly moving condition and ready for a new owner, which it's in Doylestown, actually, not near Right, we are Doylestown now that you know where we are. Now, this indicates to me a stunning home. The price on this home originally was $315,000. Jimmy, when we listed with this person we lowered it to 300 what was no, it no, it was originally 319 oh 319 right okay remember now pennsylvania real estate is not high if this townhouse were in los angeles it would be anywhere from two and a half million to three million because that's the craziness they get out there if this were on long island it definitely would be eight to nine hundred thousand dollars they're saying roughing means it has water there but not that well, this is, is this, this this is this is well. I'm glad you all agree with this because if we ever did bring it to court, the people that would be listening would be people like you that would agree with us. Now, I'm going to fast forward and then come back. All Jim, right, pay Jimmy, attention. Now, now, pay attention. This is the last communication we got from him because I want to tell you. Well, we can't do that yet. We have to do the whole thing. You're going to tell him what realtor or no? Not the name. I, of the realtor, I may. But I, mean the company. I may name it. I may not. Okay. I don't want to get anybody lo- to lose their job or anything like that. I'm not vin- not vindictive or, or vicious. I think you have to tell him more though about it before you tell. I'll him just what give he said. a warning. You know, I'll just give a. I may. I don't know what my feelings are, or I'll just let the the chat room decide if I should name these two thieves. Um, in my opinion. Uh, now here's what happens. They start to nickel and dime us, okay? 
first nickel and dime job was, oh, the flaws, the dog scratched, you're glorious. My, remember my flaws were glorious, gleaming, and, and fabulous? Now they're shit because my two dogs scratched the, the uh, surface of the flaws. We need that sanded, so you're going to have to pay for the sanding. Your rugs need to be cleaned also. You're going to have to pay for that. Um, I said I would repair all, because we have many paintings in the house, good oils, and I made, I patched up the holes and painted it, so there was no problem there. Then they said, um, what else do they want? There's a whole bunch of oh, things. Oh, then they wanted an, a, a four, a, almost $500 insurance policy on the appliances. Then they hit me with something I've never heard of, which is only in Pennsylvania, and it should be outlawed, and it's called buyer's... No, seller assist. Seller assist. If anybody in the chat room knows what the fuck I'm talking about, please let me know what seller assist is. We had to come up with $5,000 to give them to help the dolls to pay for the house with the closing. No, not 5000 How much? 3000 3000 5000 Same shit. I don't care. It's still a lot of money. Here's the thing, So though. wait a minute. Now no, I... No, wait, wait. I got to tell something because with the seller assist, check this one out too, everybody. So it's a, it's called a seller assist. We had never heard of it. Never. Sell, and I've sold houses all over the California, world. California, Florida... And I even sold an New apartment York. in Genoa, Italy, my grandmother's apartment, and they never So here's what it. happens, though. You give a seller assist. Let's say you're selling the house for 300 and you give a, a seller assist for 297 So because you give them $3,000. Everybody still gets paid the commission on the $300,000 because it's a seller assist. It doesn't count that you sold the house for two ninety-seven. It'll still show that you sold the house for $300,000, and they all get the higher commissions for it, which is which a total robbery. Which is outrageous and, and totally a, a thievery, and it's hideous, and nobody should do that. Now, we went from, what was, it, what was the response? 3 We went almost three fifteen. We went all the way down to two ninety-nine, which was a wonderful price for this house. There are homes in here that have a fourth floor. We're on three floors. They're on four floors and they're going for 331, 332. We are not the highest priced house in this development. You're saying it sounds like a scam. Okay, so yes. So we went to 299 and the first person who came to look at it bought it was this lovely Mexican woman from Mexico who I fell in love with because she was so charming and very pretty and very very, you know how foreigners are. I love them. They have a way about them that Amer Americans are tough and crude. You know, we like matter-of-factly. But Mexican people, you know, in, in spite of Donald Trump, I mean, Mexican people are lovely people. We have, so, I mean, living in California, give me a break, it's 80% Mexican. They're divine people. They're lovely people. They're hardworking, nice, sweet. They're not all rapists and killers. Give me a break. Otherwise, there'd be no L.A. Um <laughs> So I'm not prejudiced in any way. And I really was enchanted by her. I even called her Isabella. Well, her name is Isabella. And I thought no, I... her name's not Isabella, though. You just called her that. No, but... her name is Isabella. Isabel is Isabella. I know, but her name's Gabriella. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, no, one, no wonder she used to always smile when I called her Isabella. <laughs> because Isabella means is beautiful. Isa, Isa is They're she. laughing. Oh, fuck it. Isa, Isa, Isa in Italian. Years ago, the word Isa, which we no longer use, meant she. Isa Bella. She's beautiful. And, and she was a beautiful woman, stunning woman, very chic, very well-dressed, very well-mannered. And I really trusted her, and I really liked her a lot. I think I may have called by her right name a few times. But she smiled a lot and was polite about it. Um, and the people she brought were divine. I must tell you, the girl, the woman was Mexican and she was married to a Peruvian and they are both scientists that work at Johnson Murphy. No, Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Johnson Murphy's where I buy my shoes. 
I'm not doing well today. Anyway, they were lovely, sophisticated, beautifully dressed people, scientists. And she worked on diabetes, which made my heart sing because I'm a diabetic. And he worked on what? Oh, he worked on diabetes. I, I, anyway, one of them worked on diabetes. Anyways, they had very good jobs. Excellent jobs, excellent people. I, I, my community would have embraced them because they were truly sophisticated, lovely people. Lovely, lovely people. And um, this is where we were. And I was so happy with this. And I said, Jimmy, I'm so happy. I really didn't want to sell our house to dirtbags, people that would go in and wreck it, you know, and destroy it because we put so much into it. These people are so sophisticated and classy. They're going to bring beautiful furniture. They're going to make it look like it looks now, exquisite. And that made me happy. And my realtor, I was at that time very pleased with because he didn't do anything, but he didn't do anything bad. So we were, yeah. we were sailing. I began packing because the deal is going to be done. I pack, by the way. I don't have packers pack because I have done that in the past and every fucking thing broke. So I pack with my heart. The house is a mess now. It's all packed up. Jimmy and I hop a terrible flight to Palm Springs. We see you want to talk about some of the other bad things? Wait, no? I'm going to go back okay. to that. Uh, 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 we, you know, this is how you tell stories. If you give away the whole thing, people go away. You got to keep them, tease them, you know, get them to listen, come back, come back. You know, this is Hollywood. Anyway, we fly to California. I see family there, my sister-in-law, my nephew, my brother-in-law, all the people I love. I see dear friends of ours and, you know, designers and people in the business. Wonderful time. We find a magnificent house. Uh, it had solar roof, which I love because my electric bill on this huge 3,000 square foot house would have only cost us 147 a month in electric because we the guy leased it. They lease it on the roof. You know what I mean? So everything was wonderful. Now Jimmy tells me the house fell through. I said, why? Why did the house fall through? They had a plumber come here while we were still in buying they were still in buying. And the plumber went into the basement and said it would cost about maybe seven or $8,000 to put a bathroom down there. And they didn't have the money. And she wanted her mother in the basement and needed a bathroom for the mother to use, which is common sense. So what am I going to do? Now their realtor says we have to drop. We knew that, though, before we went well, wait, to California. We but we had a loan commitment because you've got to tell like more facts you're not, and nobody will understand well, it. Well, that's too involved. <laughs> I, I cut to the chase. So now... They, they want $8,000 off the house. We and I looked know. at Jimmy and I said, isn't that convenient? The amount for the bathroom downstairs is 8000 $8, and they want us to drop our house 8000 No, so you're not... You're not, you're not well, you do it, fucko. <laughs> if you're so smart, you do it. I'm, I'm emotional. I know, but nobody will understand it. Okay, so Chat room, do you understand what no, I'm saying? Understand. Anyway, they were trying to screw us out of 8000 in my fucking opinion, okay? I mean, even our realtor friends in California, they said, Ron, follow the dots. No, no. Let me, let me tell people real quick, though. Oh, Jimmy, All right. Jimmy the genius. Okay, Here so you like, now was, you're really going to be they, confused. They wanted $8,000 for a bathroom. We told them no. Everything still went forward. They were going to buy the house, and everything was good. We got a loan commitment the day we left to go to California. After we've been in California for four days and made an offer on a house, we're in the middle of negotiating. <laughs> I get an email saying that their appraiser only appraised the house for $291,000, which is $8,000 less than they paid for the house. Follow the dots. And that we would have to drop our price $8,000 in order for them to purchase the house. Now, if we dropped our house $8,000, they were getting it for less money than we paid for it when we did all the work and put all the money into it. That's not good business. So, you know, the, my realtor should know this. You're not going to sell a house that you're in for four years for less than what you paid for when the market has gone up some, okay? 
So then <clears throat> Ron was very suspicious. So first of all, we sent a thing back saying we're not going to lower the price of the house for $8,000. Make the buyers pay the $8,000 because that's how it would work in a traditional. I mean, they're scientists. They don't have 8000 bucks. Mistake we made that you must never make, folks. You have the right to ask for a financial statement before you make any kind of moves to sell your house. Now, if our realtor was really a good one and in our favor, he would have asked for the financial statement and showed us that these people only had 10000 bucks to their name. They didn't have the additional 8000 They didn't have enough money to buy a house. We would never have dealt with them. I don't deal with people that don't have fucking $8,000. Christ's sake, I mean, the bum in the gutter has 8000 bucks. <laughs> he gets it from welfare. I Everybody's mean, give me a break. They're saying it sounds like a friend appraiser. So here's what happened. Now, wait a minute. So wait a second. Now, I say to Jimmy, text our agent and tell him, listen, I'm not born with a finger. You're Italian. You're from South no, Philly. Wait, wait. wait. You're, wait. You're, I know, but you're, you're, you're going out, of, out no. of order. That's not in order. I'll let you go back to that in one second. Oh, Jesus. So I'm going to shoot myself. No, people won't understand. Okay, <laughs> so here's what happened. So the house didn't appraise. We told them that they would have to pay for it, which was what any r good realtor if they were acting on your behalf, would go back and do. No, you're going to. You, see, now you're jumping no, the No, I'm not jumping yeah, the gun. No, no, no. no, no. I, I have to tell them what I said to him because now we have to use the word. I know, but but wait. But, but I know, but, the, but you didn't tell him that right off the bat. First, you told me. So then Ron tells me, who's the bank that's loaning the people the money? And he said, is it a no, bank? No, 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 no. See, you're wrong. Oh, yes, you're right. You're I'm right. No, wrong. he's right. He's right. He's right. Uh, yeah, no, you're who's right. the bank? Is it like Bank of America or somebody? I said, I have no, no idea. I, I said to Jimmy, listen, when the appraiser came, you mean to tell me they can't get that appraiser to reappraise it? What kind of bank are they with? Some shitty little shyster joint in New Jersey, like a little hovel? I don't know. He tells me the name of the bank. Well, never we never heard of it. It well, wasn't we, a bank. It's a mortgage company. Mortgage company. We find out that the realtor that is selling, that is buying our house, is affiliated with that bank. It's owned by her, the realtor she works it's for. It's owned by Roach. Fox and Roach. Fox and Roach owns the mortgage company. The mortgage company. Now I said to Jimmy, "Oh man, this doesn't sound good." So then I sent he sent the mortgage the, the, the email and I said, "You're Italian. You're from South Philly. You get what I know, or you get what it is, whatever it is." He wrote back, "We this is not co uh, collusion. Collusion. You're accusing us of collusion." I never mentioned the word collusion. She said the same thing. We don't believe it's collusion. I said, "Hey folks, I never mentioned the word collusion." I just said to him, I'm Italian, and you know what I mean. But Guilty we, conscience, folks. Guilty conscience. So let me explain that a little bit more. Okay, so so then, so then, here's what, what the collusion is. The house, they wanted $8,000 before we left for California. We said no. Then the appraisal comes in, done by the mortgage company owned by the realtor who's representing the people buying the house and the, it comes in the same $8,000 that they're short for the bathroom which is Now I'm suspicious unlikely. my dirty mind are they in cahoots do they somehow know this 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 guy that I mean somehow they must know him I have to get his name now and see if it's Spanish no, if it's, it's not, I met him Oh it's not and you met him okay then somebody else and maybe it's not collusion or whatever the fuck it's called maybe it was just a great big mistake but our realtor Never stood up for us. We are going. Jimmy's going to read you now emails that we received. You tell me if you would ever do business with this man after hearing how dare he insult us as he insulted us, turned on us because he knew I emphatically that I said, fuck you. I'm not selling my house for eight thousand less. I'll rent it. We already had already come down. OK, we came down already for eighteen thousand dollars or something. What are you cracked? What are you out of your fucking mind? What are we? What are we in a depression? Jimmy and I have money. We don't. We're not. We, 
We own our house outright, cash. We do not owe a mortgage. We owe nothing. We're up on our taxes. We're not going into foreclosure. We're not going to do any of that shit. We could sit here forever. All right? He did not like that because he was losing his commission. So he went against Jimmy and I and sided with them. And listen to the fear factors that he tried to pull on me. He didn't know that I would cut my face, my nose to spite my face. He doesn't know that I will say deals off. As far as I'm concerned, no 8,000, goodbye. And that's what we did. They were livid. They were furious because the people that couldn't afford the 8,000 had to pay for inspection, for plumbers, for this, for that. They had to go for a grand or so. And he was pissed off because of all the advertising he did in the magazines. He told me one costs $800, another one's 1000 whatever. So he lost money on the deal. Well, the moral of this story is when you're a fuck, you get fucked. That down the road, that's what happens. That's Brooklyn, baby. That's how we say it. That's how we say it. If you're on the up and up and you're a good dealer, you're going to get luck. But when you pull crap like that and try to scare me, of all people, into selling my home. Jimmy, take it away. Okay, so first of all, no, we never mentioned collusion ever. Okay? Ever, ever, ever. And so I sent I sent our realtor an email that says, you know, it's funny that, that the mortgage company own, is rep- that is owned by the same real estate agency that's representing the lady who's buying our house. So um, he told us that if we didn't come down $8,000, the deal was off. And we told him we're not coming down $8,000. Then he sent an email that says, Trident is owned by Berkshire Hathaway, I guess who also owns Fox & Roach. That is correct. However, their appraisals have to be done to an appraisal management company. You guys are extremely difficult to deal with. I'm difficult, right? You do not <laughs> understand the process and you're getting wrong information from wrong people. I wish I could help you. You're just going to wind up staying prisoners in your own house. Good luck. <clears throat> See you later. The buyer doesn't have the money. Goodbye. I mean, that's nice. Now, he was working with the buyer to get us to go down 8000 Instead of selling the buyer and sticking up for us and representing us, my clients cannot go down any further because they will be selling the property for less than what they paid for it. That's outrageous. Now, you must tell your buyers somehow to get it reappraised or go to another bank and see if they could get the money. That's what a law, That's what a rep on my side does. He went against it. He tried to threaten us. Tell him what he said. We're going to be here okay, forever. So hang on, hang on. So then I'm a fucking bastard. He is. <laughs> Pardon my French, but I so love So then to speak I French. sent this email to the representation of of uh, to Gabriella. I sent this email to Gabriella, Isabella, and she said, she said, you know, we never terminated the agreement. Like he shouldn't be telling you that, and you can't, because I said, I guess we're not. There's no deals, you know. Thanks and good luck. And she said, you can't terminate it. We have to terminate it. And so he shot the gun and told us that the deal was off, even though it wasn't off yet. Right, which is not right. He can't do that. So then, finally- wait a second. Improper disclosure. He has dis- improperly disclosed everything. He never disclosed to us that the bank that was loaning them the loan, mortgage company, don't mortgage company, yeah. the, the mortgage company was owned by Isabella's real estate firm. That's improper disclosure, and it's called what, our, our real estate. My friends, my friends in California, two guys that own their own company in, in Illinois, multimillionaires, they said, Ron, this is bullshit. Improper disclosure here, and he did something else. So then we sent him a thing saying, we're not coming down the $8,000. You're going to need to uh, get them to pay for it, which is what he should have been doing all along if he was really representing us. Every time they asked for something, he told us, we just got to give it to him. We just got to give it to him. And we did until we finally put our foot down. So then he wrote... Um, 
you will be stuck living in a place. Listen to this. Then remember, it was gorgeous, gorgeous floors gorgeous, that now turned fabulous. to shit. You will be stuck if you don't come down the eight thousand dollars. You will be stuck living in a place you don't like for several years to come, and might never even see two hundred ninety-one thousand dollars again. Any way for a mature people such as yourselves to have to live over a measly eight thousand dollars? Hang on one sec. Hang on one sec. Hang on one sec. Hey, Aaron, you're early. Hang on a second. Just <laughs> Hey, guys. Aaron, listen, okay. you'll learn how to sell a house. It says, <laughs> you'll be stuck living in a place you don't like for several years to come and might never even see 291000 again. Is that any way for a mature couple such as yourselves to, be, to have to live over a measly $8,000? Heck, your dining room table costs more than that. Expl explanation. When he came in, he was writing on my dining room table, and it's leather. The leather it's a Maitland Smith. It's a, it is 13000 I paid 5000 when I bought it in Florida in one of those joints that they had in the day. Um, and now he's going to throw my table up to my face. What the fuck has my table got to do with this house? What are you, stupid? <laughs> stupid friggin' guinea. I swear to God, I can't deal with some of them. So anyway, in our opinion, our realtor did not represent us at all in this transaction. No, he was totally in their court. And he threatened us or me with this threat about living here in misery and we're never going to sell it. And we're never going to get the price, which is contrary to what he said when he wanted me to sign with him. Oh, yeah, this is going to sell. You're priced right. You're just priced right. Perfectly priced. And now it turns around. So you see, folks, beware. Ask for financial statements. Don't believe them when they tell you your home is Taj Mahal and it's really a hovel. All right. Don't believe them when they say you're going to sell fast because you're so fucking fabulous. Don't believe anything they say. Use your own common sense. And if your realtor does not represent you and only represents the best interest get of the rid person of buying the house, get rid of them. Get rid of them. We should have got rid of them a long time ago. Because you know how many people, older people, figure an old widow lady who's never sold her house that she's been living in for 60 years. And a realtor says, it's wonderful. We're going to get you a million dollars. Then when the reality comes, he said, oh, you know what? You live in a shitty neighborhood. Your house is a dump. We can best get you 5000 That woman's going to be terrified, and she's going to listen to the realtor and say, oh, yes, yes, you're right. Oh, I better sell it for nothing now. And that's how they rob your house. And that's how they get those million-dollar rewards that they get. Everybody says it's a scam, like we got scammed. Well, I'm going to give you the realtor's name because I despise him. His name is da -da 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 Drew. Ferrara. And he works for Remax. And he works for Remax in, in Pennsylvania. Now, try and sue us, Drew. Never going to happen, baby. Because everything <laughs> we said is the truth. You want to bring this before a jury? Never going to happen. In our opinion. Because it's in our opinion. We're not <laughs> stating any facts. This is simply my opinion of which I have the right to express on the air. Now, the woman, the lovely Mexicana, Chica de Banana, who was so nice to us and so romantic, the biggest fucking thief in the world, <laughs> her name is... Gabriella Harris. Gabriella Harris, and she's with who? Fox and Roach. Fox and Roach. There you go, folks. I wouldn't use any of those people in I wouldn't use them. And Fox and Roach, you better discipline Isabella. And Remax, you better discipline your Ferrara. Because you know what? The realtors here that I know all said he's a slime bag. One in particular who's selling the homes here. Oh, that's the other thing. They tried to get the builder here to steal those people away from us to give them the same house that we have, but they didn't want it because it wasn't in the woods. It was on the main street, and they were afraid their kids would get clipped by a car, of which our realtor told them. 
So it's just been a horrible, horrible mess of lies and bullshit. And I think that Ferrara and the other beauty better be sorry because they, made, they dealt with the wrong people. When you deal with people in the media and people like us that go out to millions of people who love us, you don't have a chance. There you go. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Hope so there you guys we go, folks. That, that so was now, our whole week. So now we're not going to sell the house till after Christmas, and then we will put it on the market after Christmas, sell it, and go back to Palm Springs. So now we have uh, – I'm not going to do a real introduction. We're just going to say hi real quick. Hi, Aaron. How you doing? Hey, guys. Oh, my God. You guys are having a nightmare over there. Oh, it was more than a nightmare. It was such a crap. I think that I – I don't know if they thought we were Dizzy Queens or like they didn't like <laughs> – maybe, well, maybe they were homophobic. I don't know, but I've dealt with millions of realtors, and I've never had a, an experience like this. I've had some shit they tried to get away with, but right. when you explain it to them, they say, okay, they give in. But these mothers, they wouldn't give in. They were banging away like we were too – maybe because I'm so dizzy on the air, but they don't know on my real <laughs> – like in my real life, I could have been a lawyer. You never know, right? You never know who you're messing with. That's the thing. Oh, well, you've met me in my real life. I'm I far, really have. <laughs> far from dizzy, honey. Far from dizzy. They're saying all, <laughs> exactly. all right. So here's what we're gonna do, real quick, Aaron, because like yes. you weren't. You were Everybody, really send him an email and tell him to suck off or whatever. Send him an email. Tell him he's a dirt bag. Let him know. <laughs> and her too. We have to stick together and fight these creeps. So here's what we're going to do. And we don't lie. And I don't, uh, you know. And everything is in our Ron, opinion. Ron Russell never lies. I say that all the time. And these were just our opinions, our feelings. They're not necessarily the truth. They're just how we feel about things. There it's like go. a story. There you go. So here's what I want to do, because Aaron, you weren't supposed to call quite so early. So what we're going to do is I'm going to play. Bitch smack you. No, I'm going to play it. We're going to play a video. Chad, no, I'm bitch smacking this bitch Chad, Friday. Chad, no, Saturday. Saturday, we're coming to your album thing. Your album. Party. party. Yeah, we're gonna come. Are you ready? Yeah, oh, I'm absolutely. gonna bitch smack you all up fucking room. Wow. Okay, so I spoke, so, I spoke to Eileen last night and she goes, make sure I invite you guys. I goes, well, are they gonna come away from Pennsylvania to New York? Absolutely. Come, come all the time. <laughs> listen, listen, I would go to the ends of the earth for Eileen. I love and adore my Eileen. She's my newest and dearest and sweetest friend. And, I, and she's a realtor, by the way. And I've oh, discussed this with her. <laughs> no comment. I won't give you her comment. But uh, she was very, very um, logistic. Is that the word? Logistic. When you're, when you're legal. Litigious. Litigious. That's the word. Litigious. Oh, everybody in the chat room, so we haven't even introduced you really, and everybody's saying how handsome you are. So here's what we're going to do. He's not handsome. They say they love your eyeshadow. Oh, she's queen with false eyelashes. Everybody looks good with false eyelashes. Here's what we're going to do. She's a mutt. Chad, just wait. Let me get this going. Hey, Chad. Hi, Captain. All right, Chad, so you're going to play the video. Do you have the video? The oh, video, um, the His everlasting love stinks. video. So here's what we're gonna yes, do. I do. Before you came on, I was gonna play this video because everybody can watch it on ITV, and this is like you before and at, and then we're gonna talk to you after. Okay. So we're gonna play the video <laughs> for World of Art. guys. And uh, I want you to know he slept with every producer to get this far. No, he did. Yes, <laughs> he slept. I with think I'd be a lot further if I had. <laughs> what, what did he he say? would be a lot further if he had. <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do, you guys. So I love you. We're by gonna the way. we're gonna introduce you properly too when we come back. Well, minute meanwhile folks this guy is so sweet so nice so easy to love i mean i met him for like an hour and i just thought he was wonderful because of his smile and his honesty and his sincerity and if you want to have sex with him he's cheap wow <laughs> 
you don't charge don't, much. Don't, don't nice. you keep using all this because none of this will go in the TV show. So quit <laughs> using all your good things. Like save some of them. What? What's not going in? This isn't show? going because we oh, haven't we're not, introduced we're not, him yet. It's not filming. No, we're not not going to film until. Well, we're going to use. Gonna back. You know, what we're going to do. We're going to put it on the television the as the outtake. <laughs> there you go. Okay. That people love outtakes. I all right, everybody. Outtakes. So Aaron Paul's going to be on the line in just one second. First, what we're going to do is he was the member of a really great boy band. They were called Worlds Apart. They had five huge hits. One of them was called Everlasting Love. You'll know the song when you hear it. And what we're going to do is play it right now for everybody. And you guys watch the video if you're on ITV. You'll see what he looked like then. And now you're going to see what he looks like now. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, so Chad, go ahead and play it, everybody. This is Everlasting Love by Worlds Apart.
there you now, go. That is a really good song. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't care much for the lyrics. I would prefer open up your legs and look in my eyes. <laughs> of course. Isn't it great that I'm banging you between your thighs? Actually, I, that, that better... song, to sing it live, is a tongue twister because the chorus goes round and round and round at the end forever. And you literally, because you keep going, you forget what the next part is going to be. And you end up singing the wrong part anyway. So... <laughs> So we can do my my lyrics would probably have sold trillions. Of <laughs> hey baby, how are you? It's so good to see you. And I tease you, you know everything. Very good. You are a fabulous entertainer, and everybody's got to buy his music and see him work. Where are you working? Well, we're going to do that in the, uh, in the well, show. Do, yeah. wait, I got to do now. I got to do a real intro because this will go for yeah. the for the TV show. So an intro. All right. We, so we, here we, we sit, go. We sit straight. We act elegant now. All right. Here we go. Um, all right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously talented former Worlds Apart boy band member, now super successful solo artist, Mr. Aaron Paul. Hello hey, and welcome guys. to the show. Fantastic. <laughs> Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Oh, Russell. How'd you, how'd you do? <laughs> it's so nice to have you here. I'm... You know, I was so nervous about coming uh, on. Oh, you're nervous? I was not nervous at all. I was. I was anticipating a fabulous show with this cr incredibly talented young man who is absolutely marvelous, divine, and whatever the fuck else I can think of. <laughs> I said, well, you know, I said to Eileen last night, I said, no one makes me ever nervous. People ask me before I go on stage, am I nervous? But there was something about you guys last night. Yes. Like, no, no, I saw what you read <laughs> on my Facebook page, and that's why I had to bust your balls, because you wrote something about, oh, my God, what, are they, what is he going to do to me? <laughs> Sorry. Don't be, listen, listen. We we just it's always fun. No, we are. Not, if you heard what we talked about before, the real estate, we call it a scam in our opinion. Um, that's not that, our that's normal not, show. That's not us. And that's not we, we I was in bed for three days, depressed, not feeling well. Okay. At my age, that's not a nice thing to do to a person yeah. is to make them physically ill. Because, as I said to Jimmy, my bubble burst. Yeah. You we know? don't want to do this again, though. No, but I want to explain to him because he came in at the I end. Know, that's okay. I don't want him to think we're crazy people just <laughs> ranting like <laughs> lunatics. So here's here's what. First of all, then we want you to say hello to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Aaron, Thanks, welcome Chad. to the show. No one's Thanks. ever looked so good. Really? <laughs> he's very handsome. Yeah, exactly. An hour and a half ago, I was running to get here and set up the studio and everything. And I'm like, oh my God, I've got an hour to get ready. So here I am. There you he's go. very handsome in person and has a great body. I wish I had his body. <laughs> I never had your body. No, remember. <laughs> no, even when I was 18, I never had your body. I was always a tall, skinny blink. Really? I never had shape. I look like an ironing board with a head, big head of hair. <laughs> Well, lucky I've, I've always been very slim, always. Yeah, but and you have shape. You, you have like a shape to your body. You have like a waist, hips, ass, thighs. You know. You have, <laughs> have, so I, lo I was an ironing board with eyebrows and hair. So we've one. we've got a chat room full of people. So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everyone in the chat room. How are you? There you go. And met several people. One of them says she wants to marry you. I actually I don't know if it's a, a he or a she because it doesn't probably say. Probably a he. It's those eyelashes um, he's got. Well, I am single, but I wouldn't have the time for them. I'm so busy. I mean, I'm, I'm seriously, I'm like crazy busy. And I was saying to you somebody no yesterday, I have, have no, no time, life. No time for <laughs> sex, right? Sorry? He didn't no say time, he didn't have for, time sex. for sex. He just said well, he didn't you have You know, in the, in the late hours <laughs> wait, of the wait, night, wait, in Jimmy, the later wait. hours, yes. In the I later mean, hours, yeah, yes. There's no bullshit. You do have no time. And also saying, so everybody, so first of all, you guys, as we said in the introduction, uh, Aaron was part of the boy band Worlds Apart, and um, lots of people in the chat room were saying things like, you were cute then and you're hot now. Whoa. So 
So age so is then, doing wonders no, for the you. Days. That's before I knew anything. Open up your jacket. Now, you know? Open your jacket. Show them your pasties. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? And they want on. Also, they want to know what does your necklace say? Does it say something? I want to fuck you. I need to put something on there. There's nothing on there. I've got to get it engraved. Oh, okay. Yeah, engrave it. Jacket. So I was like, you know what? I'm putting it on. I'll oh, it looks really later. good. And I have to say, you wait. look good. Every time I see a picture of you, you look like a superstar. Engrave the necklace. I want to bang you. There you go. Or bang me. What about just put bang me? Or bang you. Bang or, 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 <laughs> yeah, bang me. That's what you put. Bang me. Yeah, I'm good. I'll do it, Ron. Don't, try, don't tempt me. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm serious. You know how many boyfriends you'll get? Then you'll have time. <laughs> <laughs> well, they will get mad at me because I literally, I'm like, I'm too busy. Do you have, do you have eyelashes on? No. Those are your own? Those are my own, yeah. You got nice long got, lashes. I got them from my mum. She oh, has nice eyelashes. Women will hate you because you have they eyelashes. They do, yeah. They uh, do. That's the first thing they say. Long lashes. Eyelashes. Yeah, actually, they that. like Blink. that bang me thing. They'll actually See, like the, that. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll get it done. The horny chat room wants to bang you. See that? You could well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get bang me, and then on the other side, I'm going to get um, Jimmy Star show. There you go. No, no, no. Then they want to bang Jimmy Star. And I have to <laughs> Because Jimmy and I don't fool around. Uh, so before before we go to like things that are like cur uh, current, I want to talk a little bit because I'm such a big boy band fan. I know you are, yeah. So I was that so really excited. Me. Um, when we got to meet you, I was so excited, and you know we meet famous people like all the time. But for some reason, like boy band people like do it for me because like I just totally <laughs> love it. And like, I really wanted like when I got to meet Kathy Sledge. Yeah, when you got from, to meet Kathy Sledge. I love Sledge. Kathy Sledge. Sister okay. Sledge. So you were in boy her. band. You guys had like five hit singles. I tried to find the video for Could It Be I'm Falling in Love, but I couldn't actually like find uh, one. Well, with the monkey, like, I could have sent it to you. You should have said yeah. I sent you the link. Because um, like I couldn't find one on YouTube. Everyone I found like <laughs> when I tried to play yeah, it. Yeah, it's like half of it. In this right. country or whatever like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first of all, uh, did you like being in a boy band? Do you know what? At first, when I was first approached about the project... I wasn't into it at all. I was like, oh, a boy band. Because I, I kind of wanted to be this, like, credible artist. And, you know, I wanted to do, like, R&B American music at that age, at that time, you know, mid-90s. And then they approached me about the boy band. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be in a boy band. Ooh, you know? <laughs> but what do I do? Turn down a deal with Arista Records or, you know, continue on my journey elsewhere. Who knows what would have happened? But I think I made the right choice. Absolutely. You, know? you guys you know, I, I just got to spirit so much. And working with Simon was just a dream as well, you know? Absolutely. So let's Simon talk about. Well, I want to talk about. Fuck Simon Cowell. I don't even like him. I know, but he likes him. You like Simon Cowell? I do. I, I had a great relationship. With him. Queen or what? A big closet queen. Actually, you know, I I can honestly say I never saw anything in person that that represented that what you just said. No, he's not a closet queen. I never saw anything of the sort. I, I mean, I honestly. Then he I mean, must. People, people would talk about it. People would suspect, but I I was around him all the time at that time. I never saw anything like that. See that? And, That's and, good. And, and it was with women. I saw him with women. And like, yeah, well, I'm going to talk about your party Saturday no, no, night. No, no, That's no, about no. boy bands. No, I'm going. No, we're going to get to that when we're talking about uh, current stuff. I want to like this is like. I'm, I'm going to take. I'm exhausted from the first half of our show. I'm going to take. <laughs> All right. So, so did you get to tour with like any other boy band? Like, did you guys? Uh, yeah. Take that. Um, love take that. Bad Boys Inc. Yeah. We were always around. We basically lived in a tour bus together. I, I actually like wrote down like all the ones that I liked a whole bunch. So like I like okay. these seventeen. Okay, yep, knew them very well. Up, yep. Rose, when will I be famous? Well, they were yeah, they were they were a bit before me. I was a bit young then. Before okay, I, but they were, I know, but they were huge, huge. And boys' life. I don't know. Boys', boys life, zone, after me. zone, West Life. 
Westlaw take, take that and Robbie Williams. I love Robbie Williams. Right. And then Stephen Gately. Like, I know he's dead now, but, like, I loved his solo record. I don't know if you remember well, Stephen. I don't, I don't know him, no. Gately, well, he was in... He was in uh, Death Boy, Boy Zone. No, he's in either Boy Zone or oh, West. Boy Zone. Okay, they were they were during my time, but yeah. I don't really know. I didn't know he died. Really? Yeah, he died. Uh, he was gay. I, I'm not sure if he got gay. I think he got killed because he was gay, possibly or something. But he right. was. He had some really good songs. That's interesting. And, uh, and I just like love all the boy band. I mean, I like all the American ones too. But I used to try. Like I had to pay a freaking fortune though to get a world's a part CD because I had to like buy it from from here because I didn't get it when I was in Europe. Right, right. Used to go yeah, to Europe most of us, we were mostly based over there. You know, yes. in Europe. We didn't really come over here. So if you knew me, I would have sent you one. Here you go. I know that would have been like fabulous. So the boy. He couldn't have known you. I you know, right? Yeah, you weren't born yet. <laughs> when but, he... Okay, so let me ask you this, guys: Who is your favorite boy band? Your favorite, favorite one? Backstreet don't mind Boys. me. I mean, just, if it's not me, I don't care. Uh, uh, Backstreet Boys uh, no, is my favorite. No, okay. like no Johnny Mathis. <laughs> okay, really? <laughs> I love Johnny Mathis, and I love Backstreet Boys. That's to be George Michael. Oh, George Michael's fabulous. No, she was too busy in the bathrooms for me to meet her. Actually, that album that had like monkey on it, like yeah, monkey and stuff. That's a great album. That's like really like good stuff. Um, and Wham was a lot of fun. He's the one who really went on to have like, this magnificent, incredible career. You know, and actually, like the, the, I remember, like uh, which a lot of people probably don't know it because before they came famous, they had this song and it was like the Wham rap, and it was like the yes, yes, awesome yes, yes. <laughs> very beginning. Yep. Yeah, that. that's like one of my favorite lines. The, the best, the that and Battle Stations. Wait, the best singer <laughs> of your generation, the best singer of your generation was Joya Bruno. Don't know who that is. So, no. You, you don't know who the, Joya Bruno is? Have you ever heard of um, Expose? I'm sure you've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, that, yes. She's one of the singers in Expose. They're really good friends of ours. She's got a voice oh. you, like a canary. You wouldn't believe her voice. All right, so. Actually, I believe that one of my producers is actually working with them or was working with them. Probably uh, they're big uh, again. They're Peter, all over the place. Peter Nico is, I believe, is working with is working with. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, yes. they, they, they came back big time, and they're all over, and they're packing houses of thousands of people. We went oh, to, wow. and I, I mean, I never saw like, two thousand people. Thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred people in that arena in Pennsylvania. What is it called? Where oh, they have basketball, <laughs> that famous big building with the basketball. Anyway, we saw them and they were fabulous. So you were in a boy band. Now you're not in a boy band. You left. You you didn't actually release your first solo album until like when I wrote it down, like 2014 or something, right? Yep, so what did you do for all those years? Were you still working in entertainment? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of jumped ship and came to uh, New York. I, I thought I was gonna have this fabulous career right off the back of Worlds Apart, but boy, was I wrong. Um, <laughs> did you, know, you really jump ship? I really did. I, I and, said I'm out. Watch out for Trump. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Shimp like that. Oh, I thought he yeah, was. I, 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 knew, <laughs> I knew that the success in, in England anyway was kind of waning down, and we were getting big, huge in Germany. And I no, spent like, the, 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 yeah, yeah, all right. The, go the, go. The, spent two years in Germany at you know, the end, of the last period when I was in the group, and I hated it. Um, just be, I mean, I love the German people, and I loved you know performing, but the, the, it was a different. Different success. It was. It wasn't how it was when we were in the UK. It was different, and you know. And then you got the the, the problems within the band. You know, everyone's got an ego and an opinion, and the infighting. And I, you know, and it. And one by one, everyone, each band member left. I think I was like the fourth one to finally leave. And I had my heart set on America. I said, you know what, I'm out. Let me get to let me get to New York. But you know, people say, well, you sure you know what you're doing? I said, oh, yep, yep, yep. I'm going to New York. I'm going to New York. And I came here, and you know, I 
my family moved here as well so that was good but I yes. thought I was gonna have, have this you know this great career or you know the labels you know, ringing my phone down <laughs> and they they weren't and you know that was that was that was hard to accept absolutely you know, but don't use the expression jumped ship my father that? jumped ship in 1921 and those were how the illegal aliens from Italy got here also. They stopped <laughs> on an ocean liner as stewards and stuff. And the minute they got to New York, they jumped ship. Oh. So about that because that represents an illegal alien. So we have immigration after me if I, if I say that, basically. That. So now you have to say you fell off the ship. I fell off the ship. Okay. There you go. When I fell off the I ship. landed in America. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I mean, I, to answer your question, um, Jimmy, I, I put out a couple of little, like, EP projects and we got a couple of little write-ups and like billboard and things like that but it was before that whole internet age you know like right. digital download so you basically had you had, to, you had to sell product at that time and to, and to get distribution in the stores and stuff you know being unsigned is is, is difficult is, yeah you just can't do it but you know i got a little like i said little little write-ups and things like that but nothing it didn't really kind of take off but then i kind of thought you know what I'm older than that. I was old. I thought I was older. And, you know, do I really want to be in this business? You know, because I, I, back then I thought it was a young man's game, basically. Right. You know? That's what I said 57 years ago. <laughs> I want to be in this business. And when here I'm I am 57 you, years later. Age, I would still be in this game. Trust me. No, I'm still bitching about it. I'm still saying I'm leaving. Meanwhile, you sound just like a very dear friend of our, of, maybe you know her, Ozzy, Ozzy. Do you know Ozzy? Actually, you would get along great you, with she's, she's from London, and she sounds just like you, and she's a way out chick in L.A. And if you ever go to Hollywood, we're going to give gonna you... I'm going to introduce you. I'll we're going to introduce you. you. She's, she is one wheel and deal of performance. She's fabulous. She's a, we dance, adore her. a dance artist, singer, and an actress, and we've okay. I've known her for years, and she's yeah. super cool. You, you, you even look alike. You look like you could be related. You know what, oh, too? Really? I have a bone to I'll pick. check her out later. She's Turkish or some shit like that. What is she, Turkish or Armenian? Turkish and English. Well, People in, never know what I am anyway. They always get me confused. Where are you from? Am I Asian? Am I this? So I don't understand. I mean, I oh. think I look like a regular. I would know, say you guy. are from African de descent, definitely. Well, my father's Jamaican. Yeah. And my mother's British. So yeah, I'm mixed. There you go. There I you love go. that mix. There you go. You're, you're, you're what is called, uh, you're right. No, that's Chinese, is Eurasian. What are you called? If you're a mulatto, I guess. Do they use that yeah. word mulatto? That, that, that's considered a bad word, but... <laughs> oh, is it really? Is it that's a bad word, like, mulatto? I get to the U.S., someone said to me, oh, what are you? I said, I'm mixed. They said, well, is that, are you mulatto? I said, what is that? And they described oh. the meaning of the word. I'm like, oh, no, I'm definitely not that. <laughs> well, they used, they used to call people high yellow. I can take high, though. I take that. In my day, everything was good. Today, nothing is good, you know? <laughs> we, we could call each other fuckfaces and smile. Today, you just look at somebody, they say, don't look at me, you're in my space, and they start to freak out. Actually, in the chat room, they're saying talent shows no, has no age, so like it all works anyway. You're absolutely right. Tell them no, my, my, my statement is, you're handsome. Who gives a shit what you are? You're handsome. Well, I mean, it, it does help if you, if you look a certain way, I'm, I'm you know. Obviously, but you have a gorgeous face. You could do drag. Do you ever do drag? No, never done it. Oh, I gotta paint you one day and throw you in a dress. You'd be outraged. We could make down. a lot of money. We could make a lot of money. We at least. Oh, do you know, I did. No, I did do a similar thing. One thing once in Belgium. This was back in the early nineties. My cousin was living out there, and she made me put on her dress and a wig, and we went out on the streets of Brussels. Oh my I god, that was Diana Ross. They, or Whitney Houston, some of some oh, I mean, yeah. if you saw the attention, the, all these guys were bibbing their cars and that. Trying, they must have thought I was a prostitute or something. But no. we had a, a blast doing that. But you could pass. You could pass in drag. In drag, you could definitely pass. 
You've got the right height. Your face is a bit too strong. My jawbone. No? You could shade. You're so pretty. Like, you could be either. Yeah, you could shade that down. You may want to perform in drag. Wouldn't that be interesting? (laughs) Or half a drag. I'm always game. Why don't you be androgynous? Androgynous. Androgynous? Androgynous. How do you say it? Androgynous. Androgynous. There you go. Do I look a bit more? Does it look more? No, now you I look. Th- I think you look. I know. I think. I think. First of all, I, I hate the say, shaven heads. By the way, I love it. You, I look, you look like hair. uncut oh, penises. You're lucky. We're not like you. Your age. I mean, you got your your hair. You I got more hair than I than I, I could sell it. But you look like a penis. That's what all the bald headed <laughs> like. an uncut penis. An uncut penis. From the I'm back, kidding. you do. From the back, if, if water came out of the top of your I head, I'd swear you're. That's a, a compliment. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm not, you know, I, listen, I, I don't understand guys shaving their heads. I find Most of the time they shave their heads because they don't have a lot of hair. I know, but if you let the hair grow around the sides, believe me, they have hair pieces today that know, you no, cannot. No, no, you no, can, no, oh, then, no. then, 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 then. That's work, Ron. You've got to do all that work to put it on to go. Oh, I have to screw. My arms are fake. My teeth are fake. My nose is fake. My eyes are fake. I screw everything in in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I put everything in the dresser. My Where's the real Ron Russell then? Where has he gone? Where's the real one? He's just some ugly old wrinkled queen in the bed <laughs> waiting to get pretty. I think, <laughs> first of all, I have to say, because, you know, like, I, I work in the music industry when I'm not on the show. There are very few entertainers um, that are not, like, superstar famous. Like, I mean, everybody knows them, like Katy Perry, who sells millions of records. Mm. There's very few artists uh, up and coming trying to make a name for themselves now who present themselves as well as you do. Really? Uh, you look uh. star. It doesn't matter where oh, you no, go. Oh, no, he acts and dresses and looks like a star. You act, you dress, and no you look like someone that. who everybody is Absolutely. supposed to know who they are. Really? And I think that is going to yes. do wonders. When I was a kid, I used to look at the, you know, on, the... When I first saw you, yeah. my very first impression was this guy. Is, and when I heard you speak, I said, oh, shit, I don't know who he is, but he's very important. And he must be an English recording star. That's the impression that you gave me. A really? great importance. And then I said, he's good looking too. I wonder if he's a, cr- a queen. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, two minutes into it, I said, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, She's people, a sister. I love her. There's a <laughs> lot of bald people in the chat room, and they all say they love that bald. They love it. They think you're like super hot, and that a lot of them saying that my man has no hair and I love it. Jimmy McCurry says, we look like Boozy the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's put it this way. If my dick fell off, I would be saying, oh, I love my new pussy. You know, so it's all what you got. My so hair, tell, us all, no, tell us your thing about like the whole thing. Like, okay, so because you do look like a superstar everywhere you go and you started to say something. What were you going to say? You know, when I was a kid, I used to look at the, you know, the, the, the big legends, you know, what, what icons. And when they went out, they always represented themselves larger than life. And you always knew they were a star. Right, and I think that somehow has consciously kind of channeled through me that every time I go out to perform or out in public, you know, ready to perform, is you know to kind of really make an effort and really you know enjoy, put perform like a, treat it like a performance. The superstar that yeah. all that the superstar that everyone follows, and this is again in my opinion, is what's his name? Oh Jesus, I forgot his. He just died, and we loved him. The famous English Prince. guy who Prince. No, Prince. not Prince. He's this guy's bigger than Prince. The blonde. There's hardly anybody bigger. David Bowie. Your red shoes, baby, and Dana. Who the hell is this? He's the skinny guy. He's married. He's gay. And he's David married. David Bowie. Who? David Bowie. 
David oh, Bowie. David Bowie's huge. Everybody. Yes. Da- when I yes. was coming up, when I was young, David Bowie was the first freak. We used to call him a freak because that was right. cool in those days if you used the mm-hmm. word freak. And nobody could believe that David Bowie had eye makeup on and girls' clothes and cleavage and half man, half woman. And he just freaked everybody out. At first, we thought he was, he was let out from an insane asylum. <laughs> so used to like. He was ahead of his time, right? Way ahead. Well, we were used to Doris Day, you know, like, you know who she is, right? And all those sort of people. And then suddenly David Bowie comes out with the bullshit. Well, I mean, he started the whole movement. And he's adored and missed so much. There was a big article about him, you know, Jimmy, on one of the things saying that David Bowie has got to be the best ever in his sort of work. Absolutely. And I agree. But, but, But there's a lot of other ones, too. I think there's people yeah, out, though, that are kind of like that. Like, like if you uh, if you pay attention to who's like out right now, and it doesn't matter. It just happens to be that Adam Lambert is gay, and and I'm not even a huge Adam Lambert fan. I think he's really talented. But like every time you see him, he looks like a superstar. And, and so, and, that's, and, and you know who else looks like a superstar? Yes, she's got white hair with pink and lavender in it. She wears outrageous clothes. She's tiny. And she's oh, you're absolute- talking about Eileen. I'm talking about Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> that, that girl, that girl, out of her mind, huh? Mama. Yes, pop star mama. She's fabulous. Well, so everybody, we're talking about Eileen Shapiro. She was on the show a couple weeks ago. We yeah. love her to death, so we, we want to give her a shout out. Hey, Eileen. And you got to see the outfit she had on. I think she was with you. I saw a picture of it. Well, the the other day at Star, Star Magazine. Babe. Right. The glitter shoes, she the whole glitter, number. The jacket. I said, Eileen, you got to give me that jacket. <laughs> she will probably, too. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's go to the music real quick. So you released the debut album, which everybody, if you guys want to see some really great videos, if you go on YouTube and plug in Aaron Paul, um, his first album was called Raw, and he had a big hit called I Don't Care, and he had another one that was like P- Press and Play or something. Party and Play. Party and Play. Party and Play. PMP, and then, but also you have like this, the, the one I really liked was uh, Searching and Goodbye, which I think they're on that album, and the oh, video. Well, those so are Goodbye fabulous. was on the album, but Searching was one of the projects I did way back that kind of, you know, didn't go anywhere. Video was very good for it. It's really yeah, it was a very good video, yes. But what I have to say is you, you can sing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna hear. heard. I've heard his work all week, um, because most people that do your deal don't sing; they're horrible. Well, I find you know, these days you've got a lot of the computers singing for people. Yes, and auto and, and we know it. We can hear it. But it's become the, it's become the acceptable sound because even when I talk to the young, like the generation now that are buying music, that's what they want to hear, and they've told me directly that's what they want to hear. Because I sit there and bitch and complain and say that's not singing; it's computer singing. You can't replicate that live, but they don't care. They just want to hear that. I know, but those people hardly can even play live, and it's so right. funny because I listen to Sirius because we have Sirius in the car, right. and they have right. a station. I don't know what number it is. It's like thirteen or fourteen or something, and and all it does is play vocals, like uh, from really big people. But it's people, and they even say it that these are the singers who are not auto tuned, right. you know, and you can like really hear them sing. And to me, that's like a big thing because anybody can. Right. Anybody become can the, I think it's just become the current trend in sound. I mean, even like Debbie Lovato. I mean, I think she's a, an amazing. Vocalist. Yeah, but she she has started. Cher started yeah, that. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't hear anymore. <laughs> I think I'm going deaf. Go, go back. In her production, she uses that, that they put that on her, and I think, why is it necessary? And it's not, because she can really no. sing. She's one of the people who can actually who, sing. Who, who, yeah, yeah, Demi Lovato. who? Who the hell is know. that? I know, you don't know who she is. Anyway, Cher <laughs> started with the, with the baloney, with all the synchronizing and stuff, uh, when she started doing uh, disco, not disco, uh, club music. 
Remember when Cher started Club and it was, oh, no, no. Right, right, right. Sounds, that was her. And yeah. then everybody followed suit. Well, I, Cher, Cher. I know that if I had to go to work now, uh, my voice is gone. I don't sing anymore because at 76, something happens to your vocals, by the way. They sound like an old man. They don't have a young sound anymore. So when I try to sing now, I sound like, I don't know, Betty Davis or somebody. Something, <laughs> something really terrible. If I had to go to work now, I would definitely have that that gender bender, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> and you'd, put, they, you'd put it on your vocals, you would? Well, what happens is if I sing a, a note like, and she went, ah, it automatically corrects the, ah, <laughs> and puts it in, and she went. So that's what it does. So that, you can, that's you, the thing that it's become easy for people, especially you know, you can people do it in your bedroom it's... now. People who can't sing at all, though, can sing that way, and I don't like that. Well, first of all, they all get caught anyway. Eventually, everybody right. gets caught. If yeah. They really yeah, but sing. in my case, it would be because of my age, and you have to sing. Yeah, but you're not actually on stage. You're not like well, a we young all, We all have on you know, stage. Well, I'm an old bag on stage. Bad days. We all get pitch, you know, pitching problems. Yeah, no one's perfect. Don't I like that, problems. though. I would prefer. Yeah, to, I do, too. I would prefer to hear the mistake. Aaron, I do too. 30 years ago, I used to sing to an clean mic on an, a an piano a piano playing and me on a mic clean no clean. reverb no right. i'm the same i have no when i'm recording i don't want reverb i just or when i'm live yeah. give me a dry mic i'm good to go and it, and it was good because the people liked my voice they said it was husky i by the way i was in drag by the way when i did okay. this impersonating jane russell back in those days and it worked and and, and i had her same sound which i can't do anymore Mm -hmm. I can't go that height. Can you? Actually, Have, has your voice changed? Oh, no. Um, do you know what? No, it's got. It's got. I think it's got stronger. And yeah, because you're and, still high pitch. Yeah, I'm very high. I've always have been, um, and I've, I've always been able to keep that. It, what I think with my voice, it just has more depth now. Being older, so a, bit, a bit more depth that it didn't have. When you oh, to it the, sounds the, like the, it sounds like somebody in a nursing home. That's in <laughs> that, that's got. You just heard. You heard the, the world's apart track. Yeah. You hear the little, the, the youthfulness and the innocence. Do you not hear it? Oh, absolutely. Well, the same thing. Well, with, we're going to play your wait, stuff wait, now. The same thing with Johnny Mantis. If you hear Chances Are and you listen to him now, it sounds like two entirely different people. When Johnny sang Chances Are, he went mm. all the way up. You couldn't go any higher. Now, if he sang it, it would be Chances Are. You know, because you're old. Mm, right. It's a right. sad thing. So you have a new album, and, and the album's not coming out yet. I, I read someplace that maybe it's coming out before Thanksgiving. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. We're getting it right out before Thanksgiving. I've been saying for months now this album's coming, Jimmy. And I'm like, you know, finally now we're going to get it out. And it's I, called I, Electric Erotic. Electric Erotic, yep. Which is also the single that's now out that you're Current promoting. Singing. And we're going to your party on Saturday to yeah. celebrate. Now let's hear about the party. People love to hear no, about wait, wait. parties. We're going to play the song first, and then we're going to come back and talk well, about the we party. Can't we talk about the party and then play the song? No, because like everybody, there's 50 people saying, let's hear the new song. They're turning oh. in to listen to it, so let's like listen All to right. it, and yeah. then we'll talk about it. we got plenty of time. Um, okay, so, so, so Chad. Hi, Captain. Okay, we're going to not play the Shine Bright song. If we have time, we'll play that. That was his last single, but this is the... Uh, the new yeah, one. The new official single for the album. Um, and the name of the album is Electric Erotic, and the name of this single is Electric Erotic, and you have that ready, right, Chad? I do. Okay, so Aaron, you introduce it for everybody, and then hang out. We're going to play it for everybody, and then we'll come back and talk about it. Okay, you're listening to my brand new record, which is available right now, called Electric Erotic. Yeah, he talks 
music today is club club i love club because i love to dance right secondly do you know why david bowie keeps coming to mind is because if you sang a little lower the way i've been told the way you enunciate you yep. sound like david and that's why david, that. your first song came my way and also the next thing is no the word mulatto i don't use we have a very dear friend she's also italian and black right. and i said oh you're a custom blend 
And she loved that. And she said, oh, I'm going to use that when people ask you me what, what I have. Eileen said the same thing to me a couple of weeks ago. We was at Ben. She said, I'm a British blend. And I said, that's no, my name. My custom, album. custom blend. A custom <laughs> British blend. Better. A cust- just plain custom blend. Custom you know blend. what I'm talking about. The gorgeous girl that was in that yeah. TV show. What uh-huh. was her name? Oh, um, I love her too. She's the one that was in Pennsylvania. The god, the, she's a beauty. Oh, yeah, this one you got to see what she looks like. Whoa. Actually, though, everybody in the chat room was saying that also putting up the David Bowie references. So I guess you're going to get a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. I kept thinking I, even the I, sound. I've the been pe- hearing it a lot, I, oh. and it was. I mean, with this album, I did kind of go reference those pe- that that era and those kind of club icons. Love it. I mean, the, the, tempo, the tempo of your song, the beat, the whole sound, the whole thing, I kept thinking, un- un- unless at one part you went super high where David right, right. went. I like but, the laugh thing that you put in yeah, there. That's when you start the, laughing, the little cheeky uh, naughtiness in there. Yes, yeah. the cheeky. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I said that, the cheeky naughtiness. Yeah. I think, I think this, this song's going to fly. I'm, I think it's going to hit the clubs It's doing well fly. already, right? Yeah. The funny thing is, you know, I'm in the same place where I recorded it. My studio's just like, just over there. Right. And it's, it's, you know, I recorded it probably like three or four months ago and I was writing and recording it. And now I'm actually in my studio now, performing, playing it to the world on your show. It's just, it's, it's kind of mind boggling. <laughs> get it out, get it out to the gay clubs because you know, like they said in Sex in the City, first right. the gays, then the straights. So it's true. If you put that in the gay clubs, the Queen's going to love it. Right. It's a, it's got, it's got a good. Wait till you see the video. The video. I think we, I think it comes out Where's tomorrow. Where's the, the video? Can we see it, Jimmy? No, yeah. it's out yet. Oh, when is it going to be tomorrow. out? I'll send you the you link anyway. it at the party. Are you going to play it at the yep, party? Absolutely. We're going to premiere it there. Yep. Okay. I, I won't play it next week. On well, next wait a minute. Show. Are you going to have food? Uh, <laughs> no, only you want because, me to work? You want to cook, cook as well? <laughs> no, only because Jimmy and I have another appointment and we're going to be rushing to get to you. We'll have okay. to eat before we and get And we'll there. have to eat very early. Yeah. Eat then early, then come to me. Uh, even a potato chip. So hold on, we got to tell everybody where the party's at because everybody wants to know. So everybody, <laughs> the album release party is this Saturday, which yeah, is can. November fifth. It's at seven thirty p.m. at at uh, the Monster. The Monster. Oh, we're allowed to say what it is. Yeah. Oh man, they better give you a kickback at the bar. <laughs> Crowded at with the people. monster, everybody. I would ask, I'm serious. I would ask for the bar, <laughs> the door. Say, I want you either the door out, or the yeah. bar. If, if anyone shows up, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean if anyone shows up, wait the crowd. You guys, the monster's there. located at 80 Grove Street in New York, New York. Again, it's Saturday night at 7:30. <clears> you can go. You'll hear tracks off of Aaron's new album. You'll get to meet him, take pictures. He always looks fabulous, so I'm sure like it's going to be outrageous. And I have to say this: the monster is probably one of the oldest gay bars in Lower New York City. Yeah. I used to go there all the time, and I love it. But it's very, very straight friendly. So if you're heterosexual, don't think you're going to get groped, grabbed, or turned into a gay. Maybe. You know, if you, hang out in the, <laughs> if you hang out in the men's room long enough, maybe. But um, it's a very safe club. It's in Greenwich Village, and it's opposite the little park where I was when we fought for gay rights. Really? You, you was in that run? Well, it's sort of. Okay. Not the actual Stonewall. Stone Stonewall. Not the actual time, but I was good friends with Electra. Electra was the drag queen that worked there. She used to person. Wow. Maryland stuff and yeah, yeah. all the guys I worked the village upstairs downstairs I worked yeah, yeah, all the straight yeah. clubs and drag I never really did the gay clubs and okay. uh, we all got together and we told the cop and the cops came there several times not just that one time I mean they made it look like uh, you know everything was wonderful and suddenly Ooh. the cops decided to invade no the cops used to beat us up not me of course really? oh yeah are you kidding me the cops in the village gays 
faggots, get out of here, fudge packers. I mean, they used to be dreadful to us. He's Not, talking about a long time ago. I'm talking about right, right, 60s yeah. now in the late middle. You weren't even born. You weren't even born. <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't know what gay people. I have a story that I'll never forget. Um, two guys were walking down the street in Greenwich Village, and a car zooms by, and a guy has a bat, and he hits the one guy in the head and kills him. Guess serious? who they were? Two brothers. One was gay and one was straight. They killed the straight one. Isn't that the saddest story? I, that, that's happened in the 60s. I will never forget that story the day I die. Well, you the, know I based um, the I Don't Care video. Yes. <clears throat> but the straight brother went to visit and have dinner with his gay brother. They were walking and the stupid gay, the straight people killed the, the straight. I mean, it's dreadful. But they used to, the cops used to rough us up, you know, especially if you were in drag. Right. I had to have a police card so that I was allowed to be in drag. Right. It was, if it, I forgot what oh, it was. Oh, so they stopped you, you, you present that and they let exactly. you go. Because I was working. Ooh. So a lot of times, the, some of the queens weren't professionals. They just dressed up to go to yeah, so yeah. girls. And they would be in the club. And the cops would come in and ruffle them up. And I would immediately hold up my card and say, touch me, your badge number's in right. report. Yep. I, on. So okay. I, Let's go back. I, I, they call that card now a get-out-of-jail card, right? Yeah. Same card. Well, I was working, I, Green Studio was in the daytime a exercising place, and at night it was a, a gay show, gay shows and drag ball, ball place. A friend of mine owned it. He said, Ron, you know, I was popular back then. Everybody knew me in New York. I had a good following. He said, would you come? We're, we're not really making money. We don't want to lose the place. Would you come and perform? I said, absolutely. And I remember I had on a black skin-tight beaded gown without a slit. And I always wear a slit because I've got good legs, but this one gown didn't. So I would hobble when I you know, got on the stage. Well, the cops raided the place. You had to see it. I will never... It was a, the queens were swinging from the fire escapes out the window to jump down into the alley, hitting garbage pails. So all you could hear is the tin garbage yeah, pails. Queens, oh, screaming. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> and, and the cops gathered them all up. Now they arrested us, okay? My car didn't mean shit because I was more than 18 homosexuals in the room was against the law. Oh, really? Okay. In jail, they said to me, everybody, wigs off. I didn't wear a wig. My hair was shoulder length. They said, take your wig off, honey. I said, honey doesn't wear a wig. This is honey's real hair. <laughs> now, I used to jack up cleavage like nobody else did. So they said to me, you know, I, I said, no, these are real breasts and I'm not taking my bra off. I lied. Well, what are you? Freak? What, what kind of freak are you? I, I didn't answer that. Anyway, the next day we went to court in front of the judge. Right. And all the queens are walking down with, with the beard. I used to wax my face, so I never had a beard for a month. Right. And they, had, they didn't have wigs on. <laughs> look like shit yeah. i decided being who i am with my nasty personality to do a may west walk down the, the, down the, the oh i shook honey i swung i made the judge's eyes pop out and he <laughs> said Take your wig off. and i did marilyn i didn't do jane i said oh your honor it's not a wig this is my own hair and then the judge said well what are you again with the what are you i said i'm a performer <laughs> you know anyway, <laughs> I then showed my card, and he said, you, get out of here. Now, in the daylight... Were they uh, lenient, like, with, like, with the hmm? judges and stuff, like, lenient or, or fair or cared? The judges or were they, were they treated everybody well? like mentally ill people. Really? They treated you like... They, they, they sort of spoke down to you like, okay, honey, now you get up and walk nice. They talked to you like you were mentally ill because yeah. that's what they thought we were. We were crazy people trying to be women. 
I was a worker. That's how I made my living. You know, so I was a performer. Um, in daytime, I looked like me, tough, rough guinea from Brooklyn. I didn't look like any sissy queen ever. <laughs> anyway, so that's what it was like. The police were not um, very good to the gay people. But then again, there were some police officers that were too good to us. My very good friend, I won't give her name, I was going to work one day at the town and country in Brooklyn, and the parking lot was there, and there was a cop car there. And as I walked by the cop car, I could see her blonde ponytail going up and down. So that cop right. was having fun. <laughs> yes. You know, so those stories are true. A lot right. of cops dug the drag queens. They right, like right, right. So let's see, go back to the whole... That still exists today, though. We st I've heard stories like that that still go running today. I don't today. think anymore. The cops, they don't give a shit anymore. I don't, I, I've never heard any... I've heard brutality stories, yes. But I haven't heard any more cops. Uh, they like the drag queens now. I mean, I just came back from, from Fire Island with, with Eileen. At the, 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 the Miss Drag Queen, Miss Fire Island. Right, right. And the cops there. Well, they were gay cops, I guess. But they were fun. <laughs> So well, they, they were gay girls on the, on the bikes or the regular yes. bikes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't feel that police brutality anymore. I think the police have grown with straight people. At least in some areas. Yeah, and understanding areas, yeah. that gay people are not mentally ill. If anything, we're half geniuses. Right, right. And are smarter or, than most or, people. Or, or, you know, you know, seem trender. We're trenders now. You know, we've always, yeah. always have been. Right, been, right. We were just born differently. Yeah. I didn't decide one day, like I was married to my wife for 16 years. I didn't wake up and say, oh, I'm going to be gay. I can't wait to be gay. I'm going to be gay. And running, you know, you don't. You're born gay. Yeah. And you're a closet queen. You lie about your, hom your homosexuality. Well, it depends on your circumstances. Back then. Back then. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, well, I, didn't, I didn't want to be kicked out of my apartment. My lover then, Sal and I, had a beautiful apartment doorman building and uh, we were afraid they'd find out that we were not brothers by the way because uh, if we were gay out they'll break your lease and kick your ass out really oh my dear you didn't know what america was like <laughs> in the 50s and 60s Terrible. forget it we had no rights we hid we lied i mean i used to work in a beauty parlor called la jolie farm in sutton place and mm. underneath us was all the um the women from the playboy magazine getting photographed so I, they would come upstairs to get their hair done because right. it's a mess. And I would make friends with them and bring them home. My brother-in-law couldn't deal with it. I mean, I brought the one home that had the pearls up her snatch in the center folder. She was one of the most gorgeous. Cindy, somebody, redhead, gorgeous. <laughs> my brother-in-law, we used to go to my mother's house on Sunday for, for dinner. When my brother-in-law saw her, he, he almost hallucinated. He couldn't believe that I'm dating the center folder who stuck the, the white right, pearls right, up her right. snatchola. Did you ever meet um, Clinton Chris? What? Did you ever meet Clinton Chris? Oh, I knew him well. Really, really? Oh, wow. I interviewed him. He was in my. He, I brought Quentin into my. Oh, it's, I have the film of it. If you go to YouTube, I believe right. I it's have. Not it's not. Let's put Quentin up. Quentin was a delicious, wonderful, fabulous queen. Um, he he came. We did it at the Townhouse Restaurant, a benefit for Elizabeth Taylor Foundation AIDS Research, and he was one of our guests. And I was in drag as Jane Russell. And um, the first thing he said when he saw me was, Ron, you're a big one. I had no idea. <laughs> I said, well, I'm, I don't cut my legs off, Quentin. You know. Anyway, he talked about how he came to this country to do the jobs that nobody else wanted to do. Right. And he was marvelous. He was an entrepreneur. He was just 
fabulous. A raconteur, actually, is what he was. Uh, wonderful. I loved him. We used to visit him in his little crappy apartment at that old hotel in New York that was scary. And uh, everybody was very sad when Quentin uh, passed. Yeah, he was my, my, mom, my mom loves him. She, she always Oh, I loved him. him, too. Everybody loved him. He was just a delightful, gentle man. And we knew him when he was old. I mean, really old. Right, you know, right. Right and wrinkled. And I said to him, did you ever get in drag? And he said, darling, I am in drag. Right. <laughs> he lived every day in it, right? <laughs> he lived in drag. I mean, so you guys, listen up, though. <laughs> Everybody listening and tuning in. First of all, we have Aaron Paul on the line, and you can watch him. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at Music. Um, and you can follow him on Instagram. It's it's is it Aaron a- Paul music? Aaron yeah. Paul music. So it's not. It doesn't have the uh, the. It has Aaron all the way written out. And you and I have a uh, bone to pick with you because you got to follow me on Twitter. Joe, you know, I did it yesterday or today. I realized. Oh. I checked on my phone. I'm like, you're not following. I'm like, oh. You know, so I quickly did it. Well, like retweet like all your things. Yeah, don't tweet me because I don't tweet. I, I, I do his Twitter. <laughs> he does my Twitter. If you so want to tweet me, guys, tweet. But remember, I, too, he, guys, this is an indie artist. We have a lot of great indie artists on the show. They make their living. Uh, they make their living because you need to buy their music. So, like, we need everybody to go out and buy the new single, Erotic Exotic. No, Electric Erotic. Yes, right. Yeah, way around. Electric Erotic. <laughs> you get Electric Erotic and all his other music if you go to iTunes. He's got another single. We're going to play it real quick. And um, if you uh, go to my Facebook page on Monday, you will see all the photographs from Saturday night's Big Bash that I think you should all come to if you live in New Jersey or New York or upstate. It's worth the drive. Again, Danny. that's Saturday night at the Monster, November fifth, seven thirty, eighty. Yes, come on down. And the Monster is not a sleazy club; it's a very big club. No, it's very nice. And, and when I see you, I'll tell you a story about when we danced in the window of the Monster. Oh, really? Happened. I straddled a chair and threw my legs in the air, and we had thousands of people watching us through the window. The police came. The police came, and they said that we were seducing men. And for prostitution, I said, get the fuck out of here. Who are you kidding? It's not like <laughs> you're having fun with the people in the window. What's your problem? Hang but, on. So, Chad. Yes, sir. Chad, you, can you get Shine Bright out? Get, get Shine Bright ready. So, you guys, this is another single that's also on the Electric Erotic album, right? Um, it, yeah. it will be. It um, depends which, which mix you're playing. There's, a different, there's an album version that's on the album. This one is the single, the one that we put out. The okay, so this yeah. is the single version, but yeah. the song is on the album. It might it not be the album, yeah. version. And um, it's another great, great song. It's done very well on the charts. I think it's still on the charts. Yeah, it's still on the charts. Yeah, we, I think we're like number 23 in like radio pop charts. There you go. So it's it's a great song. And how about you introduce it for us, Aaron, so everybody can listen to it. Yeah, you're going to listen to Aaron Paul, and the next single is called Shine Bright.
Now, DJs love to play hot music for all of us to take off our clothes and sweat and dance. This is perfect when you need to relax at the club, yet not be bored. This is a rhythm. It's got a movement. makes you want to groove. It makes you want to move without sweating your tits off. But anyway, it's a great song. This one, are you gonna, you're going to be a very big success. I know you are. But go in the Again. club. Well, yeah, I, didn't know, like- I didn't know him before. You know, it's, I never it's about making music, and just for me, it's the music and enjoying my and doing the music that I enjoy. That's what it's making. Well, what Absolutely. I like, what I like about you, I'm a freak for intros. They don't do intros anymore. No, much. they don't. I'm from the olden days where there was an intro right. and then the actual ballad or song or whatever. Mm-hmm. You have fabulous intros. I love that. This is my favorite intro on this song, right. and I thought the other one would be, but this is actually the best intro. It oh, really sets it sets it up, so you know where you're yeah. going with it. But it's, yeah, it's just a, that's that song, Shamba, is a very feel-good song. It's a very freeing song, you know. It's, it's really a very cool. relaxing song. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I just see myself on the dance floor after I dance for hours, and I'm dead, yeah. just doing you know nothing but yeah. 
Just, just, just on Tuesday, right? I want and you, grooving. We used to call. Yeah, it. I want to tell everybody grooving. too the new album when it does come out, which we're going to make sure we let everybody know. It's called Electric Erotic, and it is really, really good. Um, I've had the the privilege to be able to like listen to all the songs ahead of time. They're really, really good. Which I don't oh, even thank know. You. That, but I have your SoundCloud private link that I. Oh, got you to, do. You got my secret. Well, I got to listen to everything. What did you? What did you like? Um, what, what, I actually, I liked almost all of them. I, I think that uh, it's it's going to be an album. I think that people. You know how a lot of times people just pick out a song and they buy. Right. A, I think they're going to be able to like buy the album and play it all the way through. Everyone tells me that. There's like I, I think there's at least probably at least eight strong ones, really good ones. Personally. Do you know who Wendy Moten is? No. You don't know Wendy Moten. She's another one that puts out an album, and I don't know which one I love more than the other. Wendy Moten is probably the greatest singer of our time right now. She's from, from the 80s also. She's a beautiful black woman who's absolutely gorgeous with Actually, long was, red hair. She was supposed she to be the next Whitney Houston, and yeah. she never became the next she Whitney Houston. Is. But she's had like, three really big hits. Look her up and listen to her music. I'll introduce you on Twitter now that you're following yeah. You can you can only learn from her because her voice doesn't stop. She sings everything. She sings church. She sings rock. She sings uh, every what else? Yeah, everything. There's nothing I haven't heard that broad sing. When she's that not she performing on great. her own, she's a backup singer for like really big people. Yeah, like, like okay. on Ingle, Iglesias and uh, uh, Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. She's fabulous, and I love her to death. She's one of our dearest friends. Hang you on. should know her, too. She's very, yeah, very I'd love to. I'll, I'll start introducing you to people yeah. on Twitter. And she's Austin, beautiful. Some of the people pretty. that you need to know on Twitter, too. They're in the chat room now listening. They're Look, all saying well, how much tell you know. Quick, well, quick story about Wendy. When I first met Wendy and she found out what I did and I showed her my pictures, you know, she yeah. said to me, I want to be a drag queen like you. Thank I you. want to look glamorous and gorgeous. Would you go shopping with me and help me pick out gowns and, and wigs and hair and stuff? Because she was never glamorous. And I said, I would love to. Could you imagine? <laughs> but, <laughs> but she's glamorous now. But mostly she puts on her glasses and likes to look that, you know, casual girl right. look. But she's very beautiful. Hold on. So go back. Stuff, though. Yes, I'll, I'll introduce you on Twitter yeah, to Joya, yeah. too. So, so um, in our Joy chat room, we have a couple too. of really cool people. One of them, uh, one of them, you need to follow back on Twitter. I'm sure he's going to follow you. And his, uh, the name of his Twitter, he's got two of them, but the one he uses is called The Aquarius View. And basically, okay, I, 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 I think I stumbled across him the other day. He's a, yeah. he's yeah. a blogger. He, he promotes the show a lot, but he's got yeah. an indie blog that promotes indie music and film. And okay. he will promote like the different things that you've got going on. And he's one of the coolest guys like really on Twitter. There's another one, Lady Lake Music, and I think she's following you because I saw a tweet that she's following you. Oh, Follow her she, back. I thought she's, she represented him. No, she's fabulous. And she's like one of the best actually music promoters on the planet. There's not anybody any better than her. Okay. And, and, um, and then there's just we a, only know big people. And then we have a super fan, Hope, uh, and her Twitter. Her name's Iris. She's in the chat room, but her her uh, her Twitter is Hope twenty two fifty nine. And if she follows you, follow her back. She's Absolutely. the coolest lady. She's from Germany. She sent me chocolate, but she's like a, a very good and, and she's just fab. She's the nicest lady. Uh, say hi to Hope. Hey Hope. I mean Iris. Oh, well, it's Iris. Yeah. Her Twitter is Hope. Germany. Don't, don't, yeah. don't say it too happily because she never sent me. <laughs> yeah. to you. I'm Stop still pissed that. off with her. And uh, it's really, really good. Um, they're all really cool. And, like, I'll introduce you to some cool people on Twitter. And if I actually, like, introduce you, say, meet this person, follow them back, because that means there's somebody who's really cool. Okay, definitely. Be able to network together, and you would, like, really, like, like it. Um, again, everybody, you want to We follow? don't know any phonies. We get rid of phonies. One, two, six. You wanna did, you, did you hear the song um, I wrote for Eileen on the album? Sexy Dirty Talk. Yes. Did you what? Hear, what did you think of that one? <laughs> I loved it. I, I actually, I... Wait, that... Did I... I, I wrote the... Did no, I, you haven't heard it. What, what, she talked about it. 
I know something about this. How do I know about it? Oh, this? I don't know. Maybe Eileen told you. I think she might mention it. So it was the last song I did for the album, and it was like, somebody sent me the track. I said, I just, I have to, you know, effing do this song, you know, and write to it. And I said, you know what, what more can I, I mean, write a song for Eileen, and, I, and that came up, you know, Sexy Dirty Talk. So, and then I said, you know, I'm going to put, I'm going to put it on the album. And it's the only one that's a little bit, like, completely different to the rest of the album. It's got more of a, of a rock, funk kind of vibe. I like that a lot, though. Like, I like, I, I, I like it when all the songs aren't necessarily the same anyway. And, like, I would like to hear a couple ballads. Like, I think you could do, uh, like, funny, a you know, I'm not, I'm not, I hate ballads. It's the weirdest thing. I'm so, you know, energetic. I mean, I do like ballads, but performing them, I get really bored. <laughs> uh, don't yeah, perform but you them, know just what? put them on the record. Ballads yeah. are poor. And it's funny, one of my business managers, um, Billy, he's, he's done, I, have a, I have this song called Smooth, and if you check it out online, there's a little clip of it called Smooth, and it's like a ballad, an R&B thing, and he is desperate for me to put this record out to do it, and I think I will, because it it's a cool one. But it is a ballad. It's more of a slow kind of pace. But I'm right. not really a ballad person. It's really weird. Yeah, no, no, but wait, wait, wait. Remember, people fall in love with ballads. Right. When they're in I love. get it. I do. Your song can be their, their, their song forever. In other words, when they hear it 10 years from now, they say, honey, remember right. when I first met you? All your fans. In the bathroom. You were like playing it. I mean, that I mean, if you did a whole thing of ballads, that would be different. But like to throw yeah. one in, you know, there's like, think about bands like Extreme. I don't know if you know. They're like a rock band from like the yeah, 90s yeah, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> You know, but yeah, they but, made yeah. it on a ballad. Then all their rac- records sold, and all the other songs became popular. But it's always good to like have one in there. Plus, all your yeah. diehard fans, you know, maybe they're going to want to like get married one day, and like that could be their wedding yeah. song. And, it's it's very marketable. Stuff, so, yeah. Years ago, every album because you can really sing. Yeah, every album years ago had a ballad, has swing. You know, right. call it swing. So there was a good diversified. Uh, I want to hear it, so definitely, like, if nothing else, record it and send it to me just from my iPod. <laughs> check out, check out, check out the the, the banner I have online. It's called Smooth. Okay, Jimmy, 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 and I, we have a wedding song, and this is by another incredible friend of ours who's a gorgeous girl, and that's um, if I remember, <laughs> I love her to death. I'm talking about my Angie B, B Angie B. Oh, I remember Angie B. Yes, you know yes. her. Oh, I, I love. Remember, yeah. her. She's like, if I was like not gay. And younger, I would have proposed to her. We stayed at her house, and she was just the most wonderful hostess and a delicious broad. And her song is called Love. It's on her album, and that's okay. Jimmy and my wedding song. Actually, oh, really? Yeah, it's really cool. Actually, she, said she did it for us. We only have like, we only have like uh, a couple minutes. Real quick. Everybody wants to know, like, where do you buy your jewelry? Like, everybody, like, seems to like your necklace. So, like, do you have a particular place that you like to, to go to buy jewelry, or you just, like, find... My jewelry is like it's a mismatch of women's and men's and odd pieces. Anyway, I like big chunky things, and, right. and that's kind of that goes with my style. Um, most anything that's big do. and chunky, anything it could yeah. be. Anything. Most gay guys like big chunky things. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you should buy like your jewelry. To me. I think it kind of like covers like the me me. It's like a you know comfort zone wearing something that's, that someone's going to focus on instead of focusing like on my face or something and if you want to buy but in- you have a beautiful face wait if you want to- i know but it's just it's, it's- it's if you want to, I got to do a commercial <laughs> quick. If you want to buy interesting things, go to Jimmy Star. What is it you are? Oh, Jimmy Star brand on eBay. Go to Jimmy Star brand on <laughs> eBay. Maybe some of his jewelry is there. You never I know. know. Okay. <laughs> take- I, no, I, any, I get anywhere any piece that's big, chunky, and striking. I will. I will wear it. All right, so we got to end this because I got to do one commercial before we go. So everybody, listen Aaron, up. Aaron, see you Saturday. This is Aaron Paul. You guys, listen up. Follow him on we Twitter. We are going to dance. I dance, can't wait. I can't dance. believe you're coming, but I can't wait. Oh, we're, 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 and we don't do drugs. 
and and I don't do coke. So when you see me dancing for hours, it's na- <laughs> it's natural. You guys follow A Paul Music on Twitter and Aaron Paul Music on Instagram. He's a super talent. Get Electric Erotic, the single, and Shine Bright. They're both on iTunes now, along with a and bunch the of songs. And the video will come out tomorrow, and I'll share it on uh, social media so everybody can see it. We want to thank you, and we want to oh, thank, thank the Rush. We want to thank Lee Runchy from Chrome yes. PR. Yes, right. Sunday. Uh, are, you here for, are you here for the night? Or are you going to go back? No, uh, we'll go back probably. Okay. Yeah, we, 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 the, dr- yeah. the drive's not bad. It's like two yeah, and a half. Like two hours. Two right. hours. Yeah, and if I'm driving, it. it's an hour. Jimmy drives, it's two and a half hours. Uh, ha 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 ha. Right. So you're going to come in early on Saturday then? Yes, we'll come in early on Saturday. Right, so let's do brunch then, but then I can go up afterwards and, and get ready for the show. Absolutely. Okay. Good. Yeah. See All you right. Saturday. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much, Aaron. Bye bye. Take care. Thanks, everyone. Uh-huh. Kisses. Bye, sweetie. Isn't he a cool guy? What a He's cool guy. I love him. Okay. We only know um, cool people. We only know cool people. All right, everybody. So listen, you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show on W4CY Radio. Listen to us live on Wednesdays. And then we've got the fabulous Chad Murphy working the boards. Oh, yeah. You can oh, hear us on yeah. Monster FM Radio in New York, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in L.A., we're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Podomatic, Apple TV, iTunes, and Spreaker. And you can also see us on TV, on Roku, YouTube, and video. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I had to get all that. And remember, everything we spoke about earlier was only our opinion. opinion. <laughs> see you next week, No, we got, we got one more minute. One more minute. Hey, yeah, what, we what are we going to do? Let's talk about Next something. week, we have Erica Kane coming on, everybody. Oh, wait, Erica Kane, the soap opera person? No, Erica Kane. No. That's her. No, Erica Kane, the singer. Oh, Erica Kane was her character. It was her character. Because you know, I, I lived in her town, Garden City, and I know her. Eric, what's her name? I forgot. The one that played Erica yeah, I Kane. Forgot. The skinny broad. Yeah, I know. Susan Lucci. Susan Lucci. My daughter Deirdre was friends with her daughter, and they used to play together. And also, we have Dave from Stars now in the chat room, so we didn't get to say hi. So, hello, Dave. And I'm super excited, you guys. November 23rd. We're going to have Niall Sexton from X Factor UK on. I believe that he's probably one of the top five hottest singers on planet Earth. And I'm very, very excited that we're going to have him coming on. We want to thank everybody in the chat room. Chad, you got anything going on? No, but I do. If, you, if you're interested, because <laughs> well, I'm going I'm to cut him out. He's in Florida. What does he got to do? What do you got to do, Ron? Wait, here's what I got to do. We are looking for producers who want to produce our reality show. We want, like, in other words, all the events that we have, if we had camera following us with the strange people we know, interesting people we know, famous people we know, we could be a sensational reality show. I would have to watch my language, but I can do that. I do that, you know, mostly. Um, I think we're entertaining, we're fun, and we're good looking. So I think we'd make a great reality show so out there if you're interested contact jimmy star chad what have you got going for you i want to be your producer oh good we'll sign <laughs> you up right away now wait, are you going to be at the boca country club uh i don't know when we're going to be back there but we're usually there once if a month there saturday my friends terry and john vecchio are in boca i at think a, they're coming back oh right? they are because they're at a 70th birthday party a big bash right on well season's you know coming back around so we'll be playing there once a month i'm sure Good, good, good. My friend Perry doesn't live there anymore. She moved to Palm Springs. Oh, all right. So that's well, that. Sorry to hear about your real estate woes. <clears throat> well, it was terrible. It was not fair. Ron feels better now that he got to like blast it out there. Well, millions. no, I mean, no. Yeah. The fact, the fact that I got very sick over this it really frightened me, and I was very sick. Um, I didn't talk. I was depressed. I was uh, just not feeling healthy. I was in bed 
up until an hour before the show today. I don't still feel good. I think whatever it did to me, it sort of made all my machinery cockeyed. I still don't feel uh, balanced yet. I feel still hurt that this was done to us because we were very nice. Well, I'm to glad us. you could get it out on the Jimmy Star Show today, and uh, you had oh. great guests. Another good show as always, fellas. All right, you guys. So okay. we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much, Chad. Thank You're you, Chaddy. Later. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.